Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back. A new episode of Maximize Monday. Whether you're watching us on LinkedIn, on YouTube, checking out the audio on Spotify, Apple, however you're taking us in, appreciate you starting off your week, or if it's middle, end of the week, whenever you're listening to us, thank you for doing that. Watching, however you're doing it. So as you can see, I have a new guest with me again this week. I have Liz with me. How are you? Thanks for jumping on the, the video, the call with me here today to discuss your your job search and, and what we can do to assist with that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am in Florida and it's blazing hot, so I'm just happy I'm inside in the AC for this. I'll bet. Yeah, it's actually, it's finally cold and rainy here in PA, which is like my ideal type of weather. So <laughs> I'm not going to complain about it after it was in the high 90s last week. Like this is okay. fine. For okay. Me. Rubbing it in. <laughs> Rubbing it in. <laughs> <laughs> so if you yeah. watch the show, listen to the show, you know, we talk about goals, motivators first. And the weather is actually one of those things motivating me. It is sweater. Like I have a sweater on right uh. now it's perfect so again rubbing it in but it that's kind of <laughs> a good thing for me is like I'm not like sweltering in my office and just like trying to find ways to move around the house because it gets so hot sitting in one place so it's finally like that time of year where I can be comfortable anywhere in the house so uh, a big thing for me and then if, if you followed the show or you see my LinkedIn page you know that sports kind of dictate my life especially this time of year with football season in full swing the, the baseball season ending so those are kind of some of the other things motivating me fingers crossed the the Notre Dame uh, Ohio State game is a competitive one and I'm not like here next Monday just forlorn because Notre Dame uh fell flat in a big game like they tend to do um so either way I'm ready for it but I'm excited that maybe this is the year that, that we'll get there. And I do have a Phillies game to attend on Sunday. So looking forward to that as well. Fingers crossed the weather like stays not rainy, but like cool. So I'm not baking in the hot afternoon sun. Next. Rubbing, rubbing it in again. <laughs> Absolutely. All day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, uh, that's yeah. my hope. Um, so that's what's motivating me in terms of goals for the week ahead. So last week uh, I was out Wednesday through Friday. I was at a conference. So when I'm out, that means I have some catching up to do. So I did check on my emails at the end of the day, try to fire some out. But, and you know, end of day Friday, it's a, a mixed bag in terms of who's ready for the weekend and who's still catching up on stuff. So Monday is going to be my, my firm day to do that. And then I did get to meet a lot of people. I was at the uh, NBMBAA conference in Philadelphia last week. So a lot of networking. I, I got to meet a lot of uh, really awesome people at that uh, conference and I want to follow up with them. So I've got some connections that I got while I was there and some messages that I received. So I wanted to make sure that the people I spoke to about the opportunities with the company, I'm following up and getting them in front of the right people there. So that was actually kind of the win too, getting to network, meet all those people. But I also did get two offers out and extended while I was out. So um, an wow. even bigger win that my team was able to kind of assist with that and make sure that we got these awesome candidates across the finish line and, and ready to start their new roles in a couple of weeks. So that's what's going on for me. Liz, what do you have going on in your world this week? Uh, well, first, that's awesome about having those two candidates. I mean, I can't wait for that to be me. Right. Um, you know, I've actually had a really great week, really productive. I was able to be finished with all of my work early, which 
I love. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I had a really easy Friday. So no, no fires. That's always nice. Right. And then I'm getting my house all organized, ready to move whenever I uh, have the stars align. And I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be soon. It's totally different freeing, throwing literally half my house out. I was like, oh, I don't need that. Oh, I don't need that. So right. kind of really centers me of what's important and what's not. And gave me an opportunity to see some things that I kind of forgot about, like something from my grandmother that I had tucked away. Now I can display it. So awesome. it's, it's nice. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Moving is one of those things where it's a frustrating and overwhelming process, but at the same time, like you get to like force your hand, everything that's been sitting in like the basement, the storage areas for so long where you're like, yeah, I can still use this. You're fine. I'm like, I will never use this again in my life. Let's get rid of it. So well, we don't have basements here. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Right. I'm like, I, I, I've seen one base, no, two basements in my life. One was in Georgia and one was in New York and that's it. I was like, what is this? What do you mean? Well, Not underwater. There's space. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So the the reason that that you and I had touched base and discussed you and I've been talking for quite some time in terms of you're looking to transfer into a new industry here, and and of course that's what I do. So I'm hoping that I can be the one to align those stars. But in the meantime, I, I told you I'd like to have you on so we can discuss, you know, what what that search has been looking like for you. So um, you didn't start out in the classroom. You started out in customer success, HR, those types of, of functions, and. So now that you're looking to transition back into something different, you know, are those the same fields that you're trying to get back into, or are you trying to expand upon something new and, and challenge yourself with, with a different field? What does the overall search look like for you at this point? Yeah, I mean, kind of both. I loved customer success. That's where I'm happiest. It's where I get to meet people and help people. And that's always been throughout everything, my main goal. Um, I guess I'm a people pleaser, but it comes in handy. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm the youngest slash only child. So I had like a really high bar for expectations, but like really low bar in terms of they, they just didn't care as long as nothing was on fire. They had two girls and I get that now that I have two boys, but mm -hmm. I was in healthcare um, with my own healthcare struggles that I've uh, overcome. I, I love that field. I think though that where I'd be happiest is um, I've been networking with a lot of the cannabis and cannabis tech, and it's literally figuratively a growing field. And as someone who was not able to use things that for many years have been accepted um, for cancer patients, and that's what I was referencing. Um, I had cancer beat cancer, so I'm doing good and great. Uh, it was just shocking to me that now here we don't have an open mind to it. So normalizing that, spreading awareness of that is something that I'm really passionate about. But overall healthcare um, and just tech, having all these opportunities, like you said, to challenge myself, learn new things. I love to learn new things. I did spend a year actually at a um, SaaS company and I'm really great apparently at picking up software and learning the platform and helping other people understand it. So I really think that going forward, I found customer success in some type of SaaS would be amazing for me. And I just, I can't wait to figure out and see where that leads me. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So typically when I'll have transitioning teachers on the show to kind of talk about the skills they've developed in the classroom that they're ready to to take into a, a new field and, and you're 
path has been a little different because you did that mm -hmm. before you got in. So, you know, what are some of those skills that you developed before you got to the classroom that made you comfortable in that setting? And then how did you kind of build upon them that you're now ready to transfer those skills into something else? Yeah. So first off, you, nothing prepares you fully for teaching. You think it does, but you have to dig deep and really the relationship building skills has been so important. I have a variety of students. I'm in a Title I school, which is, I believe, 51% or more uh, of a certain lower socioeconomic and um, higher level of ethnicities. Mm -hmm. And that comes with all different cultures, which being in Florida, I have experienced a lot. You know, we have a lot of Northerners. We have a lot coming in from Haiti and Puerto Rico, which is still part of the U.S., but a very different culture, which I love. Um, so getting to see all of these kids, young adults, because I teach high school, um, and, and talk to their families and build the relationship. It really requires a lot of listening, a lot of understanding that you might not necessarily agree, but you can come to some type of conflict management solution. Um, and that was really key for me. I was, I was surprised at how much just not not teaching is teaching. You have to listen a lot more than you think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so obviously customer success, you listen, you find those pain points and you retain the customer. So it's, it's not all that different except for kids are a lot tougher. <laughs> They're a lot tougher. Definitely for sure. Yeah. I was high school myself. So very right. hard critics that you're in front of every day that prepares you for a lot. Once you well, they'll tell you, they'll tell you exactly what they're thinking. <laughs> So sounds like in terms of the, the career path for you, you've you've mentioned a few times that you just really enjoy helping people so that mm -hmm. that kind of falls in line with what you want to do beyond the classroom, which is what I typically tell people when they're looking to make that transition. What do you enjoy about being in the classroom that you want to hold on to? And, and that certainly kind of fits the mold there. So what has been your strategy when it comes to the application process now? You know, how important has networking been for you following up with uh, with different hiring managers recruiters and trying to tailor your resume or if you're using a cover letter you know what are some of the things that, that you're doing to try to make the process which is a frustrating and an overwhelming one a little easier on yourself as you're also still working full-time so basically two <laughs> yeah. jobs right now and mom like full-time mom full-time work full-time other work yeah. Uh, yeah I mean at first it was really just figuring out that it is a totally different world from when I last had to search for a job. I mean, pre-COVID, it, it's just totally different. So I floundered for a little bit, but really once I really got on LinkedIn and I wasn't using it originally, and I sort of started connecting and networking and finding people that had similar paths or even totally different paths, just that community was really important. So networking has been just life-changing for me. I don't have a sense of professional community here. Um, I'm in, um, it's a big, small town. Um, everyone knows each other's business, but it's also growing. So okay. it's, it's, it's interesting, but they don't have a lot of opportunities outside of being a doctor or a lawyer or like a server. So this community has been amazing. I just was talking um, with a group of teachers and for a little bit, I had kind of isolated myself from them mm -hmm. um, just because I wanted to make sure I was focusing on where I was going, not necessarily where I had been, but really digging in deep and finding those connections has been 
really important to me. Um, you know, tailoring my cover letter and my resume, I've learned that most people don't read cover letters, apparently. <laughs> I have one sort of... People don't, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I have a template, and if it's not mandatory, I'm like, not putting it. Right. Um, but I've rewritten my cover letter and my uh, resume. I can't even imagine. Like, I have, I'm pretty sure... That's why my computer might be giving me problems. I think it's eaten the memory away. And I have like version one, version 5,000. But um, having resume writers help me was great. It gave me a start. But I've also connected with some people from TikTok that are also on LinkedIn. And I've found people that just are really good people that want to help you and without expecting anything back. So for me... I really have found that there's some good people and good professionals and that I can have that sense of community in my job that will support me. And that really motivates me. It really keeps me going. Sometimes it's hard and overwhelming, but it seems that everybody comes around at the right time. I mean, you, um, I mean, I could list everybody. I could go on all day, so I won't. But <laughs> I mean, I try to thank everybody and make posts and and that's been really kind of uh life-changing there too I I process a lot of stuff I didn't know I I had just by talking about it and Mm -hmm. I've seen engagement increase so it's nice to know that people respond to authenticity yeah definitely and then let's talk about that a little bit because obviously you and I know each other enough from LinkedIn where we've connected Mm -hmm. and got to know a little bit about your story because you've been sharing a, a lot more, which I think is great. So, you know, what was that process for you? Not everyone knows how to you know, find their voice on LinkedIn. And there's a lot of trial and error and a lot of <laughs> things that you need to overcome because it's overwhelming to just make a simple post on LinkedIn. So, you know, now that you've been doing that and, and kind of building this network that has a strong support, you know, what are some of the, the valuable things that you can share with other people? Of This is what worked for me to to kind of break out of my shell and then really start networking through this app. Yeah. Well, number one, I think, like I said, the authenticity, like you really can't fake it. People know when it's fake. And I struggled with, do I share about everything to do with my health? I had very early on in my search, someone had kind of put in my brain, oh, no one, you know, that's a bad thing. Don't tell your employers or potential employers. And it really, I think, held me back. and leaning into that was really helpful because I was able to find the positive people that do keep me going, that are willing to help me. Um, it's, it's, it's very odd in comparison to like what I thought it would be because of that one person putting that little, um, seed of doubt. And I think that's my second tip is that you can't doubt yourself. I mean, it's normal too, but you have to go with your gut and you have to, be leaning into the things that matter to you. Mm -hmm. So that's part of authenticity. But if it matters to you, you're probably going to be able to speak about it, write about it in an easier fashion. Um, And then that connection with people that share the same values, even if they're across the world. I've had some people that are outside, um, Unibuddy. I had Yasmin just remember that I had little dogs and it was like so crazy. I'm like, here's someone all the way in, in, in London, I think is where she's at, who knows my dogs and their names. And mm. it's mind blowing to be able to connect with people like that. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely is. So now uh, one of the questions I typically ask uh, anyone that I'm interviewing is is kind of focused on their search, because I, I tell people when you're interviewing for a job, you want to come in with those questions loaded, too. So one of the ones I, I typically will throw out for, for anyone I'm talking to is their expectations of the company, what they're looking for, not just out of the job itself, but you know, what do you need to see from us to support you first 90 days moving forward, retain you as a, as a satisfied, happy employer. So Amazing. for you, you know, what are some of those things that, that you're looking for when it comes to the, the next company? Because the job title itself is important. You yeah. want to find something in that field, but you're also looking for the right company as well. So what are, what are some of those must-haves when you're you're looking at that process? Yeah. So I was told, you know, unlimited PTO, no one can use it. But I found that's definitely not true. So one of the things I definitely ask is, about, you know, when, if I'm just networking, when is the last time you had a vacation? Um, how many on average days or weeks do employees take if I'm in an interview? Having that uh, understanding that happy employees that are not burnt out are better <laughs> and produce more is really important to me because teacher burnout is real. Um, um, I put so much of myself into my work. I think that I deserve time to decompress and I know I perform better. Um, the remote is is very important to me. Um, I want that freedom to be able to work when I work best. I always want to put my best foot forward and sometimes that's not five o'clock in the morning and sometimes it is, you know, um, but also having an employer that cares about my development is very important. I want to challenge. I want to take on projects. I don't want someone that's going to just have me clock in and clock out and, and that be it. I want to be able to go to professional development, go to conferences, learn. Um, and I will put that back into the company. Um, and, you know, hopefully I find a company that I'm with the rest of my life. That would be great. I know it's very different now. Um, I kind of like the idea of moving, if not up in the company or over or around, I don't want to necessarily do the same job for the rest of my life because I feel like then I'm not growing. I'm not learning. I'm not mentoring others. I love to be able to enable others to improve and share knowledge. Um, collaboration is always wonderful. And I guess that goes back to my core values of helping people. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So then last question I have is the same question I pose to everyone who joins me, and that's the, the advice portion. So, um, you know, for you throughout your search, uh, you know, what is some advice that you've either received that you felt was very beneficial or if people ever come to you and, and ask you for advice on certain things, whether it's, you know, getting into customer success, what can they expect to, to juggle all the different things like you do? What are, what are some things that you try to break down for people when, when they're kind of facing it? Yeah, so I sometimes don't know how I do it. <laughs> I, I kind of go, oh man, that was a week, huh? But I I know that for myself, I have to allow myself to feel overwhelmed and then kind of make a plan. Mm -hmm. So I don't go on at certain times. Like I don't pressure myself that way. That just leads me personally to anxiety and, and it doesn't go well. So being able to be flexible with yourself to kind of hold myself to the same standard that I'm hold or want to hold a future employer to of, of be flexible, be understanding, be supportive. You have to go easy on yourself and you have to understand that this market is totally different. 
I've applied to things that I know I'm 100% qualified for, but didn't get through because there are some amazing colleagues, peers, whatever you want to call them. And everyone is going through the same thing you are. And you got to cheer for the other people till it's your turn. And I really feel that that will come back to you. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So if you're watching on LinkedIn, obviously, you know where to connect with Liz, but is there anywhere else that you would want people to to follow you, support you, or take the time to, to get to know you as you, you make your search, feel free to, to let them know where they can do that. Yeah, I, I post mainly on LinkedIn in terms of professional, but if you want to know me as a person, um, I do have a TikTok. It's, it's pretty similar. I am talking about, you know, the process of being a mom, a single mom working and going through this, going through still, you know, health stuff that's going to follow me, annoying health checks, things like that. But I also think that I share a positive aspect as well. And that for me is really important because you can easily get in a cycle where you psych yourself out. And I, I love to connect. So please follow me. Absolutely. Well, appreciate you taking the time to jump on here with me. Make sure you're connecting with Liz if you're not already. Otherwise, have a great week ahead. We'll talk to you next Monday.